0: This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. As you move through the emotional roller coaster of loving your kids so deeply and knowing you're responsible to educate and discipline them, can you listen to the small voice that knows that life's challenges are as much Opportunities as they are problems to solve. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. Having grown children gives one plenty of time to reflect back on the mistakes and the missteps that we made. And while Oprah always says, when we know better, we do better. When it comes to parenting, oftentimes our emotional responses override even what we already know. You know, when I think back to my proudest parenting moments, they're unusual ones. The first was when one of my kids climbed up on a very high counter and overturned a shelf of my wedding crystal. Expensive, precious crystal goblets and champagne flutes and wine glasses, that were a crazy generous gift from the mother of one of my dearest friends. And they all came tumbling down, and they smashed to smithereens on the kitchen floor. And in that moment, I remember hearing a very small voice in my head saying this, Adrian, ask him if he's okay before you lament the broken glasses. He'll always remember this parenting moment. And that's what I did. Honey, I said, are you all right? Are you hurt? He stood there, stock still, looking guilty and afraid, not sure if it was my possible reaction or just the incredible noise it made. He put his little head down and said, I'm sorry, Mommy. And I said, as long as you are all right, my love, they're just things after all. really wanted to say was. How many times have I told you not to climb up there? You owe me two thousand dollars. I wanted to scream and holler and tell him we'd never be able to replace that stemware. we could never afford to buy it in the first place. He should go straight to his room. But to my profound pride, I did not. It was long before I understood that everything that happens is for us, from the Almighty, a test we need to pass. Long before I knew the Torah commandments that I'll share in a moment, something in my soul told me that I could do better. I took pride in my self-control and the modeling of how we should react when accidents happen and things occur that can't be fixed. I was the parent, after all, the role model. And the truth is, up until that point, my self-control was not something to write home about. I recently asked him if he remembered the incident. But he did not. And I was aghast. That was my finest moment, I thought. And perhaps that's why he didn't remember. Because the traumas we hold on to are generally the ones where things were said or done to us that made us feel less than, feel ashamed, feel guilty. This left no mark on him. But it was the very first time I experienced the sole pleasure of monitoring my emotions and calibrating my reactions in accordance to what was the higher good. Now, the second moment was when one of my kids was thrown out of a Drake concert, which he'd saved up all year for and purchased extremely expensive tickets to. He went with a bunch of school friends, but my kid lights up a joint before the show started and the security guards threw him out of the stadium. He had no way to get home. He called me up and he said, Ma, I did something stupid and now I'm stuck here and I can't get home. Can you come and get me? He told me what had happened. Again, the small voice inside my head told me to stay calm and to use this as a teaching moment. Of course, I said. I'll be there in 20 minutes. I jumped into the car with shaking hands and a jumbled mind. How do I handle this? When I arrived, he got sheepishly into the car. Am I in trouble? He asked. Am I punished and grounded for the rest of my life? Well, my dear, I said, I'm not sure there's any punishment worse than the immediate natural consequence you received for making a boneheaded decision and being ejected from the concert. Now, what I wanted to say was, when did you start smoking marijuana and why would you not wait till the lights went off if you're going to do that, you idiot, and you're not old enough to smoke weed and you're not old enough to... Oh, you know, I just was losing my mind, but I didn't say that. I knew that there would be no room for honest conversation if it didn't delay this till a better time, a time where he wasn't already flooded with regret and shame. In Perke Avot, we read that one should cherish another's honor as one's own, and the Torah warns us to rebuke our peers with sensitivity lest we embarrass them and thus bear sin. And while many of us imagine that this doesn't apply to our children, but rather only to adults and peers, I can assure you, that is not the case. There's a famous story I learned about the prohibitions of committing the emotional homicide of embarrassing someone. Let me read it to you now. Rabbi Akiva Ager once invited a poor man to his home on Friday night. At the meal, a beautiful white tablecloth covered the Shabbat table. When the poor man lifted his wine glass, it slipped out of his hand, and the red liquid spilled over the pure white cloth, leaving an ugly blotch. Seeing the poor man squirm in embarrassment, Rabbi Eger immediately lifted his own glass of wine and also, accidentally, spilled it over the tablecloth. As the poor man looked on in great relief, Rabbi Eger remarked, It seems as if the table or the floor is shaking, doesn't it? He'd been willing to make himself look careless and to soil a nice tablecloth just to spare the shame of another. This week, as you move through the emotional roller coaster of loving your kids so deeply and knowing you're responsible to educate and discipline them, can you also examine your responses for potential humiliation? Can you listen to the small voice inside of you that knows that life's challenges are as much opportunities as they are problems to solve? And can you look back and examine how you felt in the past when you decided that it is indeed more important to do right than to be right, especially when it comes to those little people you live with? Because if you get this right, you get yourself and your own potential right as well and that feels even better than you can imagine thanks for listening to rise and shine don't forget to rate review and subscribe to momentum podcasts on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts join adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart feed your soul and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org.